Welcome to another edition of Realtors Don't Read. I'm Brent Lancaster, and I'm going to read all of the books that you should be reading, but don't. Have no fear. Today's book, what we're going to go over is a book, uh, actually a really good book, uh, called Never Split the Difference. And it was written by uh, one of the FBI's top hostage negotiators. And uh, it's about negotiation, obviously. And, and it's interesting because uh, he talks about, you know, when you're negotiating for hostages and you have four hostages, you can't split the difference and say, well, you take two and I'll take two. I mean, he literally had to win every single negotiation he's in. And it was a really interesting book. I loved going through this book. Um, and one of the things that I kept finding myself doing was relating it to real estate. Now, I'm not here to, to, to say that a hostage negotiation is like a real estate negotiation, but in some ways it kind of can be. Uh, what I'd invite you to do is, is just go to Amazon, uh, read the first four pages, and you're going to see exactly what I mean. The, the book grabs you from the beginning, gives you a ton of information, and just those four pages, you can certainly learn an awful lot. Let's talk about the best quote from the book. The best quote from the book is he says, sometimes people are the problem. All right, he goes on to talk about emotions and the whole book is, is largely about emotions play a major role in real estate. You can't take the emotion out of a particular negotiation. In fact, he goes on to say that emotion is a necessary element in the decision-making process. All right. I mean, think about how emotional the real estate transaction is, how emotional uh, a buyer is when they find their perfect home, or how emotional a seller is uh, about selling their perfect home. So it, a lot of books will tell you to separate the people from the problem. Well, sometimes the people are the problem, and it's something I kept going back to uh, as, I, as I read through this particular book. So if you could only read one chapter in here, there are a lot of good chapters, but if you could only read one, there's one entitled, Been Their Reality. And he talks about a lot of different things in this case, but he talks about compromise. And he talks about never compromising and how idiot, how compromising can be quite confusing. And he goes on to say, you know, I was trying to get dressed one day and I wanted to wear my black shoes, but my wife wanted to wear my brown shoes. So we compromised and I wore one black shoe and one brown shoe. And he goes on to go, okay, illustrate the point of compromising is not always going to be the best approach. He then talks about time, and he talks about time being your ally. And I was thinking, you know, there's also ways that we can use time to gain an advantage, even if we're not in a strong bargaining position. So he goes on to tell you how to frame the time, particularly as it relates to a real estate contract in our case, and we can use that time to our advantage to put our clients perhaps in a better bargaining position. One of the interesting pieces in this particular chapter, he says, if your approach in a negotiation uh, and you think the other person thinks like you, you're wrong. It's something that stuck with me. I always assumed that people thought like I did, particularly as it relates to a negotiation. But since I've realized that not everybody thinks like me in a negotiation, it's really changed my perception in how I uh, negotiate. Let's talk about ending a negotiation. When the negotiation ends for one side, it's over for the other side too. And when you can look at it that way, it's very, very powerful. Another thing he does is he shows you how to negotiate in non-monetary terms. And in real estate, price is always going to be the driving factor. Our buyers and sellers get so hung up on price, 
but when you start looking at non-monetary factors, you start thinking about how they can oftentimes get people to resolutions. So while price may be the, the be-all end-all, we may use non-monetary factors and he gives you some really good examples that you can use in terms of getting to a resolution. It was a light bulb moment for me uh, in terms of using non-monetary factors. And then finally, the best part about this chapter is he talks about the ultimate F word. And the F word in real estate is fairness. And he goes on to, to cite a couple of scientific studies that say our brains are hardwired to reject unfairness. You know, people are willing to comply when they think something's been fair. And subsequently, they're going to revolt when they think something is not fair or they have been treated unfairly. So he goes on to show you how to frame a negotiation to be fair to all parties. All right. Even more, he, showed you, he shows you how to use these emotions uh, in a transaction to bend their reality, and it's kind of the title of the chapter, but to bend their reality of your negotiation in order to uh, make your counterpart all right, uh, turn a different tune or uh, turn a broken negotiation down into a successful one. So uh, the concept of fairness really is an interesting concept as it relates to uh, a negotiation. Now, now these aren't um, nefarious tactics. These are just simply negotiation tactics that you can use to A, understand who you're dealing with and B, uh, understand your counterpart. Uh, there's another good chapter that, that, that's in there uh, that, that talks about buying time and using adjectives, words, and phrases uh, in order to buy time. And, and I, I've used it quite often uh, in my negotiations or at least when I'm talking to individuals because a lot of times I kind of have to process information. I'm more or less of a thinker and, and I try not to make rash decisions or instantaneous decisions. I like to sleep on a lot of decisions. So uh, this was a really good chapter for me personally where I, where I can't, you know, somebody will, will, will say something at me expecting an instant reaction or an instant decision. Uh, but it, I've used several of his tactics to where I can at least buy time in order to think about how I want to respond and what's the best way to respond respond before I say anything there. So it's a really cool chapter uh, where they talk about buying time uh, in a negotiation when someone's expecting an immediate response. This book is the perfect book for application to your life or your business, trans, uh, your business life. Uh, the real estate transaction is an, emotion, an, is an emotional one, clearly. Uh, and this book lets you in on so many clues and how to deal with emotional people. Uh, I found myself saying over and over again, wow, I can use this when I talk in this transaction. Or I, I know this problem that we're having. All right, This can apply to a real estate business. This can apply to dealing with buyers and sellers. So at, at every turn... Uh, I found something that I can directly apply and it's very uncommon, for, or it's very unusual I guess, for me to find a book where I can grab so many nuggets uh, of information. It really uh, helps you understand people and the decision-making process that people uh, go through, particularly in the real estate transaction. Once you realize that a real estate transaction is largely about emotion, all right, people think that they're making rational decisions when in turn they're making very, very emotional decisions. All right, Whether you're uh, dealing with your own clients, whether you're dealing with your children, whether you're buying a new car, whether you're dealing with buyers, sellers, whether you're dealing with another agent or another agent's clients or maybe a for sale by owner, this really gives you some important insights and application, not just theory, but actual application that you can use in order to, uh, in order to help better your business. I don't think there's any doubt on whether I recommend this book. As a matter of fact, this is recommended reading probably uh, once a year. 
Uh, it's 250 pages, which is kind of my sweet spot as it relates to uh, uh, as it relates to books. So it's a really good uh, good read. It's an easy read. It's available in audiobook. Should you uh, want the audiobook there uh, as well? Uh, and and I read it first when it came out at a friend's suggestion, and, and subsequently I read it again when uh, when I was doing the review. And man, this is this is a good one. It, it still holds up. It's still dated. Written probably in about 2016, I think, is when it was. Uh, so it's rather old, but say rather old. It's three years old, should I say? But it, it still holds up. Offers a lot, a lot of really good information. So if there's one book that I think you should read, this is it. Finally, what books would you like me to read for you? All right, let me know in the comments below if there's a book out there that you really want to read, but let's be honest, you're never going to get to it. I'd be more than happy to read it, tell you what it, what's important about it, tell you how you can apply it to your business, uh, and more importantly, how you can make your business or your life better. Hope you enjoyed this edition. We'll see you real soon.